have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. No matter what, we will what? Rejoice. No matter what, we will be glad that we are alive and God has given us an opportunity to shine today. The Bible says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord God is risen up in you. Though there is evil around you, great darkness, but the people, the power of God will come up in you, and they will see that light and come to the rising, to the shining of that light over your life. So let's give God all the glory. And this second day of the month of March, let's, let's arise, let's shine because we have the glory of God upon our life. No matter what's going on around you, God has the answer. He will tell you what to do. He will give you the solution. doesn't matter how bad the problem is. For the beginning of the week, we're in Nehemiah chapter 1 and 2, and now we're going to go over to 1 Samuel chapter 30, and we're going to look at the problem that David faced. But he turned his face to his father. He turned to God to get the solution to the problem to get and able to be able to solve the problem. So we're in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and we're going to start at verse 4. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahanom and Jezreelite, and yeah. Abigail, and yeah. Abigail, yeah. <laughs> the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Okay, so this situation, they're, they come back to Ziglag, yes. and it's burned with fire. The people are taken captive, including his wives. The people are so upset about what's going on, they try to turn against David. Verse 6, now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. So this is the problem that he faced. He comes back, Ziglag is burned. The people are upset. Well, Ziglag was where he, he was yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. So he was in the same situation as them, but because he was the leader, they turned all their aggression onto him. Meanwhile, he's experiencing the same loss. It's his city that's burned with fire. He's experiencing the loss of his wives being taken captive, not being there. And now he has the uproar of the people, and they want to stone him and kill him because of everything that has taken place. Now, that is stress. That's some problematic circumstances that he's faced with. So let's see. What is his response? What does he do? Verse 6, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his, his God. God. So where did David find strength? <laughs> in the Lord his God. And it specifically says the Lord his God, which means the Lord that he knew, the Lord that he can count on, the Lord that he was familiar, that he had experience with, the Lord that he trusted. It was in that Lord, his Lord, his God, that he strengthened himself. Then David said to Abthar, the priest, Abimelech's son, please bring the ephod here to me. And Abathar brought the ephod to David. So David inquired 
of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover, recover all. all. So he just received the purpose. He just received the mandate, what to do. Pursue. You pursue, and you will overtake them, and you will without fail be able to recover all. So he's given the solution. Who gave him the solution? God, God. gave him the solution. Mm. The people brought the problems to him, wanted to stone him, but God gave him the solution of what to do. He inquired of the Lord. He consecrated time. He put on this, these garments to consecrate the time, to focus the time to God so that he can hear clearly from God. He inquired of the Lord, should I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. When, when God says something, all we have to do is to do it. When God says something to us, all we have to do is to do what he says. And uh, God says to David, pursue, and you will surely overtake them, and you will recover all. In verse 10, it says, David pursue. But David pursue, he and 400 men, and 200 stayed behind. There were 600 of them. David heard, okay, the question, shall I pursue? Yes, go ahead. Will I, will I be able to overtake them? I'm, I'm not, David was a man of action and of purpose again. Purpose. If I pursue them, am I going to waste my time, strength, energy? God tell him, no. You're going to pursue, you will overtake them, and you will recover everything. So it's meaningful. Purpose in our life by God is meaningful. God's purpose for my life, for your life, is full of meaning. It is full of reward. It is full of satisfaction. It is full of peace. When God reveals the purpose he has for our life, it comes with everything. And the Provision was there. there. The people were there. The access was there, what he needed. God gave him the plan, and he bring along the 600 men who were with him to set out on this. So 200 end up staying behind right. because they're too weary to go forward, and the 400 go ahead yeah. in pursuit with them. Well, the one in verse 11, it says, Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and they gave him bread, and he ate. And they let him drink water. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him. For he had eaten no bread nor drunk water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, servant of an Amalekite. And my master left me behind because three days ago I fell sick. Now, he goes on to tell everything. Yeah. This Egyptian knew exactly what had transpired. 
the problem that David and all the people came back to at Ziglag, this Egyptian man who was disregarded by the people, the company that he was with because he had fell sick, now became of tremendous value to David and his people as they were going to pursue, overtake, and recover all. So the Egyptian was set on the course. So David, he had to go to pursue in order to come in contact with the Egyptian, because the Egyptian didn't wander back to Ziglag. They were en route. They were coming out. Now, this Egyptian man was not valued by the people who he was with. He was just disregarded. So what do they do? They come with some charm, right, and they feed him, and they care for him, and they're compassionate toward him, and then they say, so uh, who do you belong? Where you come from? How how did you end up out here? And he tells everything. He tells it all. He tells them exactly what happened at Ziglag. He tells them what, what go ahead, go that way, and you'll be able to get them. Get them. So he, the man, the informational source, the Egyptian, he was already on the road. So when we're fulfilling God's vision, the provision is on the way to the vision. He didn't have this piece of information when he first left. He had a word from God that said, pursue, overtake them, you shall recover all. So he had to do the first part, pursue. He had to go leave from the place where he was, and then he encou- comes into an encounter with the information that's needed, the network, the resource that is needed to go and to be able to do the next part of it. So if God tells you to do something, do it, because it's all interwoven together. The act of obedience leads to another act of obedience. It re- releases more information. We always, on this radio program, use the common example of the gps the gps doesn't tell you step five until you've done step one step two step three and step four the gps is not just rattling off turn left at this street turn right at this street turn left at this street turn right go straight until you make a move it tells you what you have to do next once you do that it tells you what is coming after that so we have to be obedient doing inquiring of the lord what are you setting me to do do our part, and then God will meet us there for give us direction for the rest. Because ultimately, what God said came to pass. Yes. They were able to overtake them, and they were able to recover all. And that's what the great lesson this morning that we will learn, the great lesson we will learn, that whatever God says, whatever God says will come to pass. I want to repeat it again. Whatever God says will always 100% come to pass. Because in verse 17, then David attacked them from twilight until even evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped. 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recover. Here was it. What did God say to David? Pursue, overtake, and you will what? Recover all. Verse 18. So David recover all that the Amalekites had carried away. He recover his two wives. Not They didn't lose one thing. Verse 19 goes on to say, and nothing of theirs was lacking, right. either small or great, oh, great. sons or daughters, spoil or anything yes. which they had taken from them. 
David recovered all. Then David took all the flocks and the herds that they had driven before those other livestock and said, this is David's spoil. <laughs> so not only did they get theirs, they yeah. took some, some more. <laughs> yeah. Recover. When God says you will recover all, he mean what? All. all. You ain't going to, not some. It's all. That recovers some. He says you will recover all. God word is 100% sure and guaranteed. So we have the guarantee in God's word. In order to recover all, he first had to pursue and overtake. He didn't just recover all by staying at Ziglag. No. He didn't recover all by staying at Ziglag. He had to do the first two parts. He had to pursue. He had to overtake. And then without fail, he recovered all. He had to go and get what was him. He had to go and take it back. It was literally in the enemy's camp. I know there's some songs that talk about going in the enemy's camp and yeah. reclaiming what was yours. He literally went into the enemy's camp. They were partying. Yeah. If you read the whole whole chapter, they were they were dancing, they were eating, drinking. They were so excited about everything they had got from Ziglag. They were showing out. But when David came, party's <laughs> over. Party's over. He shut party's it down. Party's over. <laughs> <laughs> we want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in the city of Coco. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we gather together for a time of praise, worship, and a powerful, practical word for our lives. Make your day Thank count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford. Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Wayland specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single-family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Wayland Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit waylandduff.kw.com. Wayland Duff with Keller Williams. Space Coast Realty is your local realtor who provides all you need and the time you deserve to get your real estate purchased or sold.